1: This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is The James Altucher Show. Today on The James Altucher Show. People are leaving the major cities, the third, fourth, second tier cities, and I saw this firsthand. I spent some time in the Miami area, and I could not believe what was happening. Prices in Miami even on rentals went up 50%. So I first went down there in like July or August, 2020. I rented a place for a year. The second year, they wanted to raise the rent 50%. And I talked to other people, housing prices for buying and renting were all up between 30 and even 100%. I couldn't believe it. I started getting curious, what's gonna be the next Miami? And people were telling me the same thing about Austin. So I started doing a research and I spoke to a guy Bill Jackson, who worked for uh, Reliable Moving and Storage, part of Allied Moving, and has offices all over the country. And he had a lot of interesting things to say about where, he said, I've never seen anything like this. People are swamped with calls, people moving. Well, and I said, hey, can you come on my podcast? Tell me where people are moving to, because I want to know not only for maybe where should I live or where should I check out, but also maybe where should I invest? And it started to even influence my views on real estate a little bit. And we're gonna we're starting a new series next week called "I Was Wrong," and the first subject I am going to talk about, where I might have been wrong, but might, maybe not, is home ownership. But for now, let's ask Bill Jackson from Reliable Moving and Storage, where people are moving. Here's Bill. This past year were people moving less or more more, really? You would think that they would just be locked down. I mean everybody was locked down for a year. You would think that they would wait and see what happens but where where were they moving from, and where were they moving to in general? like were they moving from cities to rural cities to suburbs, suburbs to cities? I work in the metropolitan area. You know, New York City is in our
2: backyard, but we do a lot of Connecticut. So there's, this area is super saturated with people. And most of my customers are going to different states, South, very heavy South. It's been funny, a lot lot of Tennessee in the last year, a lot of Tennessee customers, a lot of Texas. Uh, so that traffic lane has been very predominant, but South is the the king. I would say Texas and like kentucky and and and
1: you know Tennessee
2: in that area is probably third from my marketplace right now,
1: so I, I remember there was this time last summer in New York City where you literally couldn't rent a u-haul. so many people were moving, and there was congestion on the bridges from all the moving trucks. But I always assumed they would come back. so and I want to talk about other cities as well because I think the same phenomenon is occurring in San francisco, l a, Chicago, other cities that you may or may not be aware of. I know you work in the metropolitan area, but is this more than usual in the summer? Like what's been unusual during this time in terms of moving?
2: Well, the vibe of business since the pandemic started in March, 2020 um, has been phenomenal for me um, because I used to go out and do the estimates in, in the customers' homes. And now I'm sitting in my own house for a year and a half now, and I'm doing probably 95% of all my estimates virtual. So I kind of have a new job for someone my age right now. I mean, I'm not a kid. I'm 64, but but I've been moving people forever, but I always went out to the homes. So to me, the adjustments that I had to make were doing all visual because, you know, everyone was wearing masks and this and that and no vaccinations. And it was just crazy last year. But the exodus was tremendous from the tri-state area. Just to give you an example, I had my best sales year ever in sales last year. And I did most of my job sitting on my own chair in my own luxury of my house, You know, wearing a, just a golf shirt and not having to drive uh, 150 miles and paying all kinds of uh, parking costs in the city to drive in and meet people. So it's been crazy busy for us. Uh, as a bigger professional mover but all the movers were crazy busy last year and the wave has continued through this year and it's continuing through the fall generally the phones kind of slow up um in the winter months and certainly into like the fall but we are as busy as we are now as we are in our normal summer period
1: I feel like that's insane because people usually like to move before September because if they have kids, they want their kids settled in school. So what's, why is it the same level now? Is it because kids are going to school remote, but I think kids are going back to school now. Well,
2: every school system is dealing with all these masks and, you know, the COVID problems here. But the the reality is that the people who can move their family and not have a, maybe an, an interruption in their finances and they can work from their houses are doing exactly that. They're not working in the city. They're not having to go in, you know, and and they're they're doing Zoom meetings and all this other kind of stuff here. And a lot of people obviously still are being kind of corporately moved, but maybe not in the same volume. So a lot of people are opting to leave on their own dime. They're just saying, I don't need to work in the city. I can live in, you know, Austin, a big, big area, Austin, a lot of people in Austin. But it's just been very unusual, to have this business phase happen for a year and a half right now. Like I said, I, I, I had my best sales year ever in sales last year. And I was happy for that because I thought it was going to be a bad year because I couldn't go out and see people. Right. I mean, that was my, my bread and butter was going out and talking to you and shaking your hand. And, you know, you know, and then you'd get to meet me on a one-on-one basis. Well, now you're meeting me virtually on a one-on-one basis. And that's what I did when when I met you know, your, uh, your daughter. Um, and you're home in New York City. I mean, I did a Zoom, I mean a virtual uh, FaceTime at the apartment on a Saturday morning and and you obviously have a lovely apartment there, but like that was normal business for me last year. Now I'm just walking, you know, you're walking, I'm counting, go back here and remeasure this and doing that. So a lot of the impetus has been on the customers to kind of help me along so that I give good, accurate estimates so we're not having major problems with the drivers. So. I, I made what, what, adjustments in my business last year to, to keep this going, but I've been really happy with how things have worked out for me personally and doing this virtual, cause I'm having very few problems.
1: So, so what are people saying? Like, are they, are they typically, I mean, I, I know people don't always have to give you a reason to move. They just say, Hey, we're moving, but what, what are you, what are people saying? Like, why are so many people moving? Well, to be able to, again,
2: work at a different state and have the same income and they don't have to commute anymore and quality of life, not saying that the city doesn't have great things, but I've lived in New Jersey my whole life. I live in a town called Scotch Plains, but from my house into the city.
1: I used to live in Scotch Plains. When Get I was five years old, I lived in Scotch Plains. So yeah. Are you kidding? No, I was, uh, it was the second home my family lived in with me. <laughs> no
2: kidding. Wow. Small world.
1: Well, wow. yeah. I-
2: I grew up in North
1: Plainfield, now live with with my family in
2: Scotch Plains, and the ability for people to leave here, I'll give you a classic example. One of our sales guys last year, he left Northern Jersey, sold his house, he moved to Raleigh, bought a bigger house for like hardly any money, took his kids out of well. He has a young, young uh, daughter. I think she's only like five. Anyway, but the point is that he says, I'm gonna leave. I don't have to pay the high taxes. I don't have to worry about commuting anymore. And now I relocated. He moved down to Raleigh last year and he's doing great because all of his estimates are virtual. He's a real good salesperson, knows his job really well. But he just said, I don't have to live here. I can move my family to a place where I can have a great home low taxes and i can still do my job and still get my same wages as i now live in raleigh versus and he would li- living outside of montclair
1: they're not just moving like from the city to uh you know a suburb like central new jersey or the jersey shore cuz then you still get uh, you know, like let's say the Jersey Shore, you still get maybe the beach and maybe better quality of life, depending on what you like. But just in case they want the workers back, you're still commutable to New York City. Uh, I know a lot of folks have bought houses who've relocated from
2: the city. There's a gentleman who bought a house right behind me. Um, and he um lives, I think he's still got a place in Hoboken, but he now is living here probably 90% of the time. And, you know, he's got a yard, you know, he's got a two-car garage, you know, he doesn't have parking problems living in Hoboken. You know Hoboken, is crazy in Hoboken, this parking. And the Jersey Shore is the Jersey Shore. You can't beat the Jersey Shore. So a lot of people are doing that. And you're right. If they want to go back to work in the city, hop on the train, go in there, or take the fast ferry out of the Highlands and get in there. But the marketplace here, the houses this past year going up and they're selling in like days or
1: hours so what what about how's the real estate market in new york city so i keep reading these articles but they're usually made by real estate sites so they might be biased what they always say oh the median sales price is the highest it's ever been um but what's the story are people able to sell their houses are they renting their apartments like what are they doing
2: you know, I, I don't ask a lot of questions like that because it's obviously none of my business uh, what they're doing or why they're doing it. But I mean, because the volume of, of, of available housing is now the greatest because people are getting out like crazy or have been for a year and a half. I mean, I'm sure this is going to maybe turn around in a year or two, but, you know, you, you're, you're not having the same opportunity to, to uh, well, Now, with now the COVID coming back on here, you know, we're wearing more masks, maybe more places will shut down or have a capacity problem. I know you have the comedy store there and, you know, maybe you're only open up so many days a week here, but I don't have the pulse of the real estate market where I can say, hey, you know, this is what's going on here. I mean, obviously, still people are still doing business in the city and doing the thing, but... I know the way that my business curve has been going on. I I did some statistics. If you were maybe interested, I can throw a couple of numbers out to you. Yeah. So this is my own chart for, for this year. Um, and these are only New York city jobs that I did. I estimated a total of 127 customers this year.
1: So that 127
2: you're no, I, I do kinetic that that have called to get an estimate and have relocated
1: um no 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 that that's all, like so presumably you know you you know you there's many moving companies you're you're one of them yes what's really important is what's the is 127 like five percent higher 50 percent higher what's it what's a normal number for the for a year
2: well, I, I just kind of took the city because I, I thought maybe this would be something yeah. that might help a little bit. But last year, I did from my own house. I believe it was five hundred and seventy-five FaceTime estimates. Now, well, what,
1: what, right. So, what about the year before that? Just roughly, I know you're. Year don't before have the exact
2: that, number. I did maybe let's say four fifty.
1: Okay, so it's like twenty percent higher. Right. So, which that, is huge.
2: That twenty percent increase obviously made my revenue come up too because i had my best year ever but i saw more customers because i didn't have to drive and all that downtown driving between stops saved my company obviously money and you know tolls and everything you know time is
1: money so, uh, all right so, so so the question is would you let's say you had been remote the year before like you are now virtually the year before do you think you would have done that many do you think there's been growth in the number of movers
2: well, the number of movers has stayed the same. I think people have started to shop more around because they, they they don't have people coming to the houses. They still kind of are getting three estimates, sometimes four, but they're generally getting the name representative moving companies. The, the top tier, Allied is obviously a top tier company. I mean, everyone knows Allied since they've been in business since 1928. The company is still competing with the marketplace, but there are still people that are hiring, you know, little Joey's mover and Joey and his two brothers are moving in from, you know, Starsdale to, you know, the Jersey Shore. Well, we can't compete with those little guys like that. But I know right now the way the phones have been going and the internet activity, um, we've been super busy and the wave of business is still pushing, pushing out here. There are Speculating that the October, November, December uh slot, which is generally fairly slow, is not going to be slow. And then supply and demand, just like anything else, you know, they're keeping their prices on par with the other major vendors here. And, you know, it's been a, a really good year and a half. If you're a mover in this tri-state area, if you haven't had a good year and a half, something's wrong with you.
1: So, so okay, so you said last year they were moving a lot to Austin and the South. Like I know. Miami had a nonstop flood of people from New York. Do you see these people right now? What percentage of them do you think are moving back? Like how many of these moves are temporary?
2: Well, you know, because everyone can still work remotely, I don't have statistics on people coming out of Florida. I know a lot of people when they get down there for maybe a year and they don't realize how really hot it is in the summer months, it's great when you're a snowbird, you know, when it's freezing cold up there and it's, you know, 75 there. But I can't give you a a statistic personally on letting you know that if we moved hundred families down there in the year, you know, 10% came back up. I know people do leave and they come back every so often. Um, But, you know, it's probably more that the people didn't maybe uh, acclimate to the temperatures down there because it's humid all year round down other than like January and February, you know? And so, so so I don't know if if it's more of an economic reason because, you know, Florida, as you know, you know, there's the, the the tax whole structure is different here and and people go down there and, you know, can live like a King and, you know, buy a really nice place and have hardly any taxes at all.
1: Well, I do know like real estate prices in the Miami, Miami area. I don't know the exact percentage they've gone up, but, it, it seems like over the past year, they've gone up considerably. Like I was renting a place and the landlord actually wanted to increase the rent 50% year over year. And that's crazy. That's crazy. That's I've never even seen that before. So, so you mentioned Austin, but I feel like maybe Austin, Miami, they, and maybe not, but I feel like they had their, their like people already moved to those places and now they're looking for the next tier, like you mentioned Tennessee, so that's probably like Nashville. Yeah. You mentioned Raleigh. What are some other cities you're seeing pop up now uh in your search? Well, in, I in, mean in people moving.
2: We're we're doing a lot to the Carolinas all the time. Uh the um area in the Charleston area, Mount Pleasant, um um, um Loughlin, like South Carolina, Nashville. South Carolina. There's a lot of folks. I, I we get a lot of customers. Still gravitating to the shore down that even with the hurricanes and stuff but it's a nice area to live they just got to deal with all the hurricane problems but that's always popular obviously atlanta where we're just you know we moved you in there that's always a hot spot area real hot marketplace raleigh durham uh crazy busy in that area too but still anywhere in that southern region you're getting kind of south of maryland um get a lot of Virginia customers, a lot of Delaware customers, you know, you can live down in Delaware and, you know, buy a real nice house down there for hardly anything The taxes down there are nothing. Uh, As you were uh, saying, the Miami marketplace, James, as you know, you know, that market got so hot and everyone jacked the prices up here. And, And that's what happens here. These houses were going on sale and hours later they were gone. I moved a good buddy of mine down to the area called the villages, which is Northwest of Orlando. He had a real estate agent and every time a new house came up, he was getting a call and you just missed out, you just missed out. And he finally said, I am going to not miss out. And the next place came up there. He says, stay, buy it. And he bought it and he had to go through, I don't know, I don't know how many different uh, people were bidding on the same thing, but he finally got his house. I moved him down there in July. And um, you know, he paid top dollar for this, but he was retired. But that old marketplace is going crazy down there. And what's going on, people are selling the houses super fast up here. And then they're going down to areas that don't have the available marketplace anymore. The availability of the houses has shrunk because they're selling so fast. Our storage clients have gone crazy. So you go down to Florida and you say, well, I got a store for three months and I want to store in West Palm beach. Well, of course we have an allied office down there and we call down there and they're like, we can't take any more customers. We're at full capacity. Well, that's never happened. We're at warehouses at full capacity in Florida.
1: So I wonder, I wonder if that suggests that it's temporary. Like people are just storing stuff while they're, you know, away for the winter or I wonder how much of these moves are permanent.
2: Well, a lot of the customers that I deal with are retiring type of families. I move a lot of retirement people and they're down there for their last hurrah. That's like their last big move. But the idea is that the self-storage companies are now gaining because the movers are at a point where if they are having availability, they've jacked up their storage prices. They jacked up the re-delivery prices. And I've been storing customers here and then shipping them down. But a lot of people have said, because the available inventory of housing has gone down, they're putting the furniture in storage and they're going to wait six months or a year. And hopefully maybe in 2022, it'll kind of calm down and go back down because, you know, those folks who sold houses last year uh, made a good buck on
1: it because the housing prices were just going into bidding wars. You mean you mean like in other areas like in the south or wherever. Yeah, Florida.
2: I mean here in New Jersey, I mean it's not uncommon for houses to have two or three bids higher than the the marketplace. I got two good buddies of mine are real estate agents here in town and and uh, one works for Caldwell Banker one works for a ERA Real Estate and you know they were like they're selling houses like hotcakes around here. They're, they're they're going a dime a dozen. Goes on the marketplace,
1: sold. You mentioned people in New York City are selling pretty fast. Like I'm wondering, for everybody moving out, is someone moving in? Yes. So so there's still a lot of people moving to New York City.
2: I, I don't know so
1: much in, because again, I, I don't know
2: the real estate market in, in the city as far as talking to any real estate agents. But I know that the availability of housing, there's probably a, a glut of available residents to, to lease or rent or buy in the city than they've ever had before, because the glut has been moving out. And I'm one of five full-time salespeople out of our office and I get my share of leads, but I can't handle every single customer that comes in. It'd be impossible. But I just know under my own statistics last year that we get a lot of calls from, you know, Connecticut and I didn't put them in there and, and, I, I'm, and I'm covering this general marketplace. But, you know, I move people from Arizona to California Uh, which I did about two months ago. It was a referral that I got from a guy and he said, call my buddy in Arizona. I moved him from Phoenix over uh, to um, an area called Dana
1: Point, which is a nice area in California. Are people moving into the cities? You know, I know in some cases, like investment companies are buying real estate in some of these cities, but are a lot of people moving from, I don't know, like Austin to LA or Austin to New York?
2: Um, I, I think more people are leaving the city
1: in droves then
2: coming into the city I get I don't have statistics I can tell you that I can only say that I'm not talking to anybody that's moving into the city very rarely right now am I getting a New Jersey customer from Westfield saying I want to go from Westfield into Manhattan well fine I mean I can do that it's a local move but you know still gonna pay high taxes it's high taxes in New Jersey too we're the highest tax state in the country so you know, if they live in the in this marketplace and they can go in there, they're still kind of on a, on a par with the, uh, the, the 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 tax basis. It's just that you know, as you know, you know, you own businesses, you you deal with a lot of uh, you know corporate people. You know, I'm sure the marketplace for available purchases are good if you got the the coin. But now you got to obviously get the people to come back into the city, you know, unless they're going to work remotely.
1: Like if you were to move out of the metropolitan area, where do you think you would go?
2: Well, (laughs) if I can convince my wife, and that's another conversation, but uh, I would like to go uh, closer to the water somewhere. I, Because I've done this for a long time. I know the areas that I like to live in. uh, The Carolinas being my first choice. I don't want to go to Florida because it's too hot the year round. At least in the Carolinas, you have seasonality and that's good. But but I'm a I'm a, a person that wants to gravitate down to Myrtle Beach. There's an area down there uh, called the Murals Inlet, which is a real nice area. I've been researching that for years. But anywhere in the Carolinas, Wilmington, uh, Charleston, again, Bluffton. I've, I've researched down there in the last couple of years. I'm, you know, I'm getting to an age in my life that I'm not going to be working forever. I got a couple more years to go and then I'm out of here. But, you know, the high taxes in New Jersey, I, I don't want to die in this state and be paying you know, $18,000 for, uh, for property tax on, and when, uh, when there's no one here to take advantage of the school system, my daughter's in college now, and I truly don't want to live here. And my mom kind of tying this together. My mom is still with me. She's 97. She's in a nursing home. So I can't go anywhere until she's no longer here because I'm the POA. And so I got to stay here. My wife's parents are gone. My father's gone. And, you know, I can pick up and I can move anywhere and even do my job remotely sitting in my house with a tablet. If I want to work two days a week and live in murals in it and go golfing and fishing and hanging out on the beach. Well,
1: why not? You know, let's do it. See, I think that's happening. Like people in the past said, Oh, I want this and this and this in my lifestyle. And when I either retire or have enough money, then I'll move to a place where that lifestyle exists. But now they're saying, Oh, you mean I could choose a lifestyle, and live right now where that lifestyle is because I could work remote. I think now that's a big impetus. Without a doubt. The taxes are are a big deal too, but both in California and New York and, and maybe some other places. Like the reason why they're moving to places like Florida or Texas, there's no state taxes. I right. don't think there's state taxes in, in Texas. What about, are you seeing any um, east to west moves or west to east moves? Like your, your company's um, a big company. I know you work in the metropolitan area, but are you seeing a, a similar exodus out of LA and San Francisco?
2: I know that there is a uh, traffic lane from California into Texas. I know there's a lot of people relocating into Texas. I mean, uh, wasn't uh, uh, Tesla supposed to be moving their corporate headquarters from California into Texas? I mean, weren't they getting yes. Musk to do that? So, so I mean, that for that reason, I mean, yeah, there's still a lot of people leaving California uh, I mean, I don't really have any of that business. Does it I mean? they're not going to call me in, in New Jersey to get a quite, you know, from California in most cases. But, uh, you know, those marketplace, Texas is super busy. I mean, it's the second largest state for volume to move into from anywhere in the
1: United States, Florida is the biggest. Wow. So, and again, I sort of feel like, like I looked around in Florida at, at real estate prices and from what I hear in Texas, everything's gone up so much, both in terms of renting and selling that I I wouldn't make a bet on if I was investing in real estate, I wouldn't make a bet on those two States right now, just because if they're up 50% already, you can't keep going up 50% every year. Right. But, uh, but it seems like these second tier cities, like, you know, you, you know, you mentioned like some cities in the Carolinas, you mentioned earlier, Tennessee and, and Nashville. Um, what, what other cities are, are there third, uh, let, let's say, some cities are second tier. Some cities are third tier. Like maybe Kansas City, Missouri is third tier. Are you seeing people move to any third tier kind of cities? We get a a pretty good push of business for Colorado.
2: That's been pretty popular.
1: Like Denver or Boulder? Um, Colorado or
2: Springs, Denver, Boulder. I just moved a family out there two weeks ago. Uh, uh, what a nice place out in Jackson Hole. Um, well, wow. in, that, in that direction. But, but Colorado has been real... You know, it is a second tier might be the, the right way to say that. I mean, we're not getting calls every week to Colorado, but it's not like we're getting once a month. And this is just me, because again, I'm only getting my share of the sales leads here, but uh but Colorado is, is a is a pretty popular state to
1: retire to. Um or, or, or let's take like Tennessee as an example. So when I think Tennessee, I think Nashville. And I know last year there was a lot of people, that was a big a place where people are moving. Yes. What about the next tier in Tennessee below that, like Knoxville or Chattanooga, or or let's say Miami? Are people moving to northern Florida rather than Miami? Or you know, uh, uh, you know, what's what cities are starting to pick up? It's. Is Raleigh starting to pick up even more? Is Atlanta? Is Dallas? Um,
2: they're, they're pretty stable over the years. You know, the Raleigh marketplace has been hot with corporate business for eight, nine, 10 years. Right now. A lot of folks going down there and I know they're doing a lot of, uh, growth down there. They're putting up new high schools. Cause all these people are coming in, uh, as far as like Florida, um, you know, up in the Jacksonville area, um, Pointer Vedra Beach, there's a lot of areas, nice areas up there to, to move into. Um, um, don't get anything really a lot up in the Florida Panhandle. I mean, it's very odd for me to get a Defuccio Springs or or, or um, Tallahassee or something like that. It seems it's always Northeast Florida, Orlando's still crazy hot, you know, Windermere, you know, Winter Garden. Um, still get a lot of people going down to, um, like Bonita Springs, Naples, you know, that area of Southwest Florida is, is always been a real popular area to move into.
1: I wonder, I wonder if those cities are, the real estate is also going crazy. Like, I wonder if there's a city where the real estate hasn't yet gone crazy, but you're noticing a pickup in people moving there. Cause at some point people are going to stop moving to Miami. Not that it's not good, but just that the prices are too high.
2: True. Um, I moved the family up from, um, Springs up to the city. Actually, they're in storage in our facility. Uh, and I said to this lady, I go, did you list your, your, your apartment yet? A Nice two bedroom. And she goes, no, I said, I'll guarantee you. I said, you're going to sell this in hours. It's going to go in a bidding war once it goes along the market. And she sold the house in a day in a bidding war. She got like whatever percent more. And and I I honestly got her move, but the, the point is that, you know that was a move that it was a referral from i moved one of her friends and she said we're coming back up to the city and blah blah, blah. so i got that move it just that marketplace has been real super hot too down there the bonita springs area fort myers naples it's it's that's a real hot area
1: too down there well what about what about what other states are starting to get hotter than usual
2: well, Arizona is still always popular. You know, the retirement area, Scottsdale, you know, if you're a golfer, that's great. You know, no humidity, all that kind of stuff. But it's still hot as heck out there. Tucson, um, you know, Paradise Valley, they're all nice areas. Uh, but they're it's been pretty stable that way. It hasn't really fluctuated
1: higher, though. That's always been a good marketplace, especially for the retirement people. Like is North Carolina hotter in 2021 than 2020 louisiana or or georgia or alabama because you mentioned the south are they are any of them starting to race ahead of the others
2: i think the carolinas are both kind of on the equal plane uh georgia again equal plane um don't get too many customers that often to alabama or like louisiana maybe once twice a year i'll get a no a customer in that area. Um, and when you say no, play, other than like like the, 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 the Tennessee marketplace has been pretty hot. Kentucky's been, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty well demanded. Not crazy, but more in the last year and a half than I had in a while for Tennessee in, in, the, in that area.
1: And what about states like, this is sort of random, but like Ohio or Indiana, like they're not as exciting as moving to Miami, but maybe there's good Cheap prices there, and people are moving from New York to there. Although the weather is kind of similar,
2: uh, I'm sure the housing is extremely affordable there. I'm sure low tax rates uh, for those areas. Uh, again, you would think that I get a lot of customers uh, going to Chicago. Well, that marketplace has got a lot of issues with violence and guns. And I mean, I don't know if you saw over the weekend. Yeah. I think something like a 40 or 52 people got killed over the weekend in Chicago. That was absolutely crazy.
1: Um, well, Chicago is definitely another city that has an exodus happening. Yes. Uh all all the major cities, it seems. And so what I'm trying to figure out is uh given that people are moving and given that New York City people tend to have you know high incomes. And so there were uh, a New York City dollar goes a long way in you know Florida or Alabama yes. or Georgia or whatever. I'm yeah. trying to figure out which real estate markets you, you sort of have some insight into early on where people are moving. And I just wonder if there's if people like, let's say people used to be most excited about Florida and they still are, but now they're also excited about these other States. And you haven't seen that in a while. Again, the,
2: the Tennessee and, and the Kentucky are, would be two on the list of getting a lot more folks moving to those locations. Um, Colorado again, yeah. not too bad. Um, but you know, the, the, the traffic lane to Texas is just crazy busy. Traffic lane South is crazy busy.
1: Um, so just like, sounds some, some like words. the real estate market in the South, like if, 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 so you take all these States, like the Carolinas, Georgia, to Tennessee, uh, if you were to, in some of those places, the prices have been stable in some of the places, places like, I think Nashville, they've been ticking up for a while. Um, but it sounds like maybe one strategy is to look where the real estate hasn't moved so much, but it's in these areas. And then you we you might see some price action soon.
2: Right. I mean, once that area gets saturated, you you brought it up before. I mean, if they're going up, you know, 30-40 percent, well, how much higher can they go? There's gonna be a, a top limit on anything, and once they reach it, and then it's gonna get, you know, you know, it'll start to notch down again. You know, I don't think this, this is gonna continue well into next year, but as we're going forward with business this season, they're anticipating ally is anticipating a Record fall, and um, we have days this month that we've already reached our capacity for our fleet drivers. I mean, there's only so many drivers, obviously, in everyone's company. So they're talking like October, November should have this wave of business continuing through the fall. I hope that's true. It's good for me, of course, but um, you know the the you know the information you just said is is probably a good idea. Is so, that you know if, if you're in a certain radius of Fort Myers you know, a Bonita Springs, Naples, you know, you got a 45, 50 mile radius. Well, you go 10 miles further east into a different town. You know, maybe it's just like, wow, you're you're saving a hundred thousand dollars on a, on a nice three bedroom house and and, and getting closer to the water. You know, you're going to pay more money in that area anyway. It's just a question of, you know, are you working still? Are you retiring? I mean, a lot of folks, you know, can still work anywhere and and get a real good wage if they're working in the Northeast area, if they're getting the same dollars and cents. Well, why not live in Scottsdale, Arizona and then making the the wages that you would in LA or Frisco or, you know, whatever.
1: I mean, I would certainly do that. Now, what are you you seeing anything related to, if anything at all, are you seeing anything related to the the rent moratorium? Like, how has that changed uh, what you're doing in any way? Like, because I think something like, uh, uh, what, I, what I've what i read in the Times and the Post is that something like half a million New Yorkers have not paid rent in the past year and a half. And so how will that affect things? Or is that affecting things? Are those people going to move or are they going to pay their
2: well, back I mean, if rent or are the landlords
0: if, having trouble? If
2: they're, uh, if they're not paying their bills, you know, I'm sure they're going to lose all security deposits and lawsuits and whatever. But I mean, eventually if they're not planning to stay where they are, then again, we're going to get more business here. And and that's going to be good for the moving industry. And it's going to be bad for, I mean, a lot of businesses are going to lose their customers, you know, the restaurant business, you know, the people that work in all the concessions down there, uh, you know, it's nice to go back to the, to the, the, uh, the, um, to the ball fields. I mean, I'm a Yankee guy here and went to a couple of games this summer with my daughter here, but the you know, it was like half empty. You know, it's okay. We're back, you're cheering a team on, but you know, you're looking around and there's seats everywhere open, you know, and you know, people are I'm not, you know, here as, as well as they've been in the past. It's just been this this you know reducing the the overall marketplace. And I wasn't aware of that statistics here about the uh the rental people, but you know, if that's going to be true, you know, do they even want to hire a mover? Sometimes they'll just hire, you know, the, the the rider or U-Haul and get a couple guys and move themselves. Well, they're taking a risk doing that because they're going to break their stuff. But, you know, everyone has a niche. You know, hopefully people uh, can still rely upon a bigger company like us to do the services. But there's a lot of good small moving companies. too. you got to be skeptical when you talk to these movers. Uh, Because, you know, just because you get a price from them that's so much lower than someone else, generally, uh, if it's too good to be true, you know it is.
1: You uh, obviously talk to a lot of people moving, probably more than anybody else on the planet. You talk to movers, people who are moving out of New York City. And this is a more more speculative question, but given what you hear from them, and I know they don't tell you everything and, and you don't ask them all these many questions about, you know, why are you moving? but what, what do you think New York City could do to help people to stay? I mean, New York really wants people to stay. Do you think, what steps, like if you were a mayor of New York and you didn't want people to move, what would you do being on the opposite side of where you are right now? Well, I mean, you know that's a pretty open topic
2: there. And then you got, you know, people having confidence in, in like the police. And, you know, I, I don't want to go into all kinds of politics, but if you're defunding the, the police, and you're not protecting the public. Well, why do you want to stay if you're not protecting the you know the public? You know, that's kind of my thinking to a certain degree. But as far as you know, people getting back into the city. Um, You know, if the rents have come down and the landlords should be making these rents affordable to keep people coming or making it attractive to have businesses come back online and and rather than having, you know, two full floors of a, you know, of a high rise for um, IBM, well, maybe they're going to get one floor back and, you know, the guy's going to work some kind of deal with the landlord and, you know, maybe that will happen. It's just, uh, you know, the incentive to come back there has got to be based upon you know are you better off sitting at your house doing your job and maybe having more time for your kids if you're in a house in new jersey or in um duluth georgia or wherever you want to be you know it's nice to be able to stay at home rather than driving crazy or you got to get up at five o'clock in the morning you got to be in the office by seven you get home at eight o'clock at night and you don't see your family for 10 12 hours a day well that has to have some bearing on whether or not you want to even work in the city. I'd rather live where I live right now. And I got a, no, not a huge backyard, but I got a nice backyard and I can come home. I can sit on my deck here. I can talk with my wife, my daughter's away, but I'd rather do what I'm doing right now, kind of going into my older years of my career, you know, than worry about driving, you know, 150 miles a day, which is what I was doing for years. Driving into well, Long I- Island, driving into the city, driving up to you know Greenwich. I used to do a lot of work up in Greenwich, still do, but I don't have haven't really been driving at all, other than just, you know, once in a while people will say, You really got to come out and look at this. Senior citizens that don't have the technology. And I'm not really a big tech guy, but you know, if you don't have FaceTime, if you don't have Zoom, I can't do my job. I got to come out and talk to you then. And I still don't have any problem with that, but I'm still wearing the mask. I'm fully, you know, the shots. But those people in the city, you know, and really to try to get people to come back in there, they got to drop the taxes. uh, They got to obviously make some kind of a incentive to, you know, why do I want to drive in from Westfield, New Jersey, to the city when I can stay in my own house in Westfield? What's the incentive for me to come back and and do my job in a city when I can sit in my house and do it?
1: You know, know, so I don't know what the answer to that is. You you make a good point about crime because, uh, look, the guy who was just elected mayor, or at least he won the democratic primary, which means he'll almost certainly win the general election for mayor of New York city. Eric Adams, uh, who's been on this podcast as well, a couple of times, he, um, you know, he was for 24 years, he was a New York city police officer. So I think the public voted that they, that they're concerned about crime. That that's a big issue for them because crime went up, uh, uh, you know, considerably. So look, I hope for the best for New York city. And I hope people don't, move as much but I'm happy for you and and you've helped me several times move and I I know you always have a lot of interesting you know uh information about where people are moving and what people are saying and so so Bill I really appreciate you you coming on the show and giving us your, you. your insights and and they're valuable not only from a lifestyle perspective but a perspective on what's going on with with covid in these major cities and also maybe even uh, a potential investment perspective so and I know that's not your area of expertise, so you're not making any predictions. But it's interesting to hear which is what's what's more popular than than it has been, and what what's more popular than other states, and so on. So, so thanks so much, Bill. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
2: My pleasure. Thanks for the invitation, and uh, good luck in the new home. And uh, when you're ready to move again, you know to call.